Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this beautiful, beautiful fall day, the first day of October. Uh, welcome to Life Transformed with Robert Bolden. And of course, it is Thursday. It's time for Coffee and Christ. Brenda, how are you doing this morning? Very good, thank you. Brenda, you have had kind of a tumultuous week, but you're coming out on the other end. Any any words of wisdom for people on that? Ooh, that's, um, that's a great question, honey. Um, I have had a tumultuous week. I think uh, words of wisdom, when you are really um, having a difficult week, take good care of yourself, people, and uh, lean into God because uh, it's very important to... Um, rest in him when we are struggling he he does provide comfort he really does and may i add selfishly be around the community be around the people in your life oh my goodness you're you're yes (laughs) yes and you know what that does speak a lot to how we are like i am a very i lean into god like that's my really go-to um but I think what I what I have forgotten is how amazing it is to have the right community around you. So you can do all the right things, taking care of yourself when you're under stress and that. But if you don't have a supportive um, community around you, it's just that much harder when you when you have to do things that are not taking care of yourself. So I am very blessed that you have been so good to me as I get through these next days and weeks but no but I mean it is true it is true and I think I forgot sometimes you take for granted um your community when it's really positive it seems like we really are aware when when people around us are negative then when people are positive sometimes we take it for granted so I I might have taken you for granted thank you honey (laughs) well and I wasn't saying that for me personally but I think it's I mean you know you've reached out to other folks in our community we had a great dinner with a couple of friends last night and all those things I think um, have an impact in addition to what you said so awesome all right well let's get going the verse of the day oh lord I will honor and praise your name for you are my God. You do such wonderful things. You planned them long ago, and now you have accomplished them. Yes. <laughs> Is that all you got? Is a yes on that one? What else you got? Anything? Hmm. Wow, it's interesting. Um, I mean, it's true. It just is true. I I feel like. Who is this? It's Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a wonderful, yeah, he he planned everything and he just makes it happen. Again, it's one of those things you take for granted. It's God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can do all things and he did. <laughs> and I yeah, and I think there are some mornings when I feel like being super grateful for everything that he created and then there are some mornings when I go, "Oh yeah." I, I might be taking it for granted as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the theme. I, the, right. the theme this morning is Brenda takes things for granted, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it is like a great lesson for me too is we can't take anything for granted. We just have to be in, you know, our devotion yesterday we talked about just being in the moment 
and not worrying about mm -hmm. what was yesterday and what is going to be tomorrow, but being in the moment and just being grateful to him every second of every yes. of the day yeah. today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do think that's going to be the theme. I don't know what's coming up in our readings, but that is the theme um, for me today, this week, and will be the theme for me going forward. Because, I mean, that is truth. That is truth. We can do nothing about yesterday, and we have no control over tomorrow. All we really have is right now. Yes, I love it. And it is. It does free up. For me, it just takes all the... Any pressure that is out there goes away if you just focus in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like right now, we're doing this podcast, and we're having this conversation. And that's all we're focused on there isn't anything else so we can fully engage and be involved in this and that takes pressure off isn't that amazing i mean i just just when you think of it that way i'm like wow that's pretty cool that all that other all the crazy goes away because we're in the moment we're in the eye of the storm right now right in this moment sitting on this couch having our coffee and being with god we're in the eye of the storm this is calm it is peaceful it is beautiful mm -hmm. and the storm all around us that might be swirling we're not even focused on it we're just focused on the word and each other well and your friend maria came over mm -hmm. for dinner a couple nights ago mm -hmm. and you guys had a wonderful discussion yeah. out there a thoughtful discussion about this sort of the same thing really it was yeah you know be, enjoy enjoy your life right now mm -hmm. do not worry about tomorrow enjoy your life right now that's what's given to you Okay, what's your ambition? Selfish ambition is a sneaky little beast, one that is easy to fall prey to, even for a sincere-hearted, kingdom-driven entrepreneur. After all, the world of business looks favorably upon ambition and drive to be the best and achieve more. Shouldn't you want more for your business? Won't greater influence, profits, and prominence mean a greater impact for the kingdom of God? According to the scriptures, not necessarily. Being ambitious is not inherently a bad thing, but if it is selfish ambition rather than ambition that is honoring and surrendered to God, it can lead down a path of destruction. Before I had a heart revelation that I could truly trust God and know that he had my best interests in mind, my ambition as an entrepreneur was not submit submitted to nor focused on him. While I was still a generous giver and not treating others poorly, I was always looking to the future rather than appreciating what, was God, what God was doing in the present. Hello, just what we talked about. You can't make this stuff up. So much of my identity was wrapped up in how much I was achieving in my business or other areas of my life. That is part of the danger of selfish ambition. You can generally be operating with integrity, doing good work, making a difference in the lives of others, and not even realize that you're still missing the mark. I discovered that once I was able to give up my selfish ambition in exchange for experiencing business in partnership with him, I found my value and security in him, not how I performed. I was at peace with allowing God to be my promoter and elevate me and my business as he saw fit. I learned how to live in the daily sufficiency of God's grace. I became motivated by loving God and loving others well. I was no longer interested in good ideas and focused on ideas that were aligned with what God desired for me. Love that. That reminds me of 
the recent person that I interacted with that it became clear in this case he had selfish ambitions so his values didn't line up and I could just tell right away yeah so it was someone that you know I chose not to partner with it is certainly a process and we all have to consistently look to Jesus Christ in those moments when we miss it every past present and future good thing in your business is a result of God and apart from him you can do nothing allowing the deeds you do in your business to be done in humility will ultimately lead to God's best for you and those you are called to impact in the marketplace that is awesome <clears throat> what do you think any thoughts um, well, first of all, I just think I wanted to say this is a, a plan that we're doing with some of the other um, people at Life Transformed. It's kind of our our entrepreneurial plan that we're doing. Um, so I think I think it's really great because everyone that we are in partnership with in Life Transformed falls under these same beliefs, and we are kind of all on the same page with learning. And, um, listening, and to the spirit. listening to the spirit and, and being aware of those um, pitfalls of, of making your business become more about you than about God. So I love that we're doing this plan. I can't, I can't think of who was the one that picked it, but I really like it. Russell. Good job, Russell. <laughs> if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly and unspiritual and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Boom. And I would say, yes, what God is speaking to me there is that it does, what I was kind of talking about earlier, it does make, make the path in business, in this case, much easier. It gives you that true north that keeps you focused on the right behaviors and actions. And just really... Uh, it keeps you, it keeps me focused on the Holy Spirit, making sure the Spirit is 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 leading me, us, that whole thing. How about you? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking. I'm saying something along the lines of what I just hear God is saying is, we're serving God by serving His people. Um, we're not serving ourselves. I like that. Yes. And a couple of other people. Russell said, I want my decisions in moving forward to be made in wisdom, not in my own selfish ambition. I want to be a servant and I want to serve. Help me, God, to learn to be a better servant. And Rob said, I can be saying the right things and doing the right things, but I can still be acting out of selfish ambition in my heart. Lord, let me want what you want and let my heart be pure let's just love the hearts of the people in our community mm-hmm. so good we really yeah, do are. it's great uh and it takes a lot of intentional intentionality is that mm-hmm. a word that's a word to 
to create this community and to nurture this community. I, you know, it just, it's, um, it's all very intentional and, uh, but worth it. So worth it. Oh yeah. And it just, I see, I mean, we're getting bolder and bolder and we're getting more great ideas and the creativity and the energy around our team is just growing. So that is what is so cool. So you guys get some of this. <laughs> Become a, find out from us how you get involved in Life Transformed because it is, it is amazing and it's all for his kingdom. Love it. All right, so now we're going to go into Hebrews here. The law is only a shadow of the good things that are coming, not the realities themselves. For this reason, it can never, by the same sacrifices repeated endlessly year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. Otherwise, would they not have stopped being offered? For the worshipers would have been cleansed once for all and would no longer have felt guilty for their sins. But those sacrifices are an annual reminder of sins. It is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. First, he said, Sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. Then he said, Here I am. I have come to do your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second, and by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Christ, Jesus Christ, once for all. Day after day, priest stand, stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, and since that time he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. For by one sacrifice he was made perfect forever, those who are being made holy. See, that's kind of built on what we learned in Hebrews 9 yesterday. This is from Hebrews 10. It's like, and I, and I did a Facebook teaching on it yesterday, and it's just like, blows me away that with religion nowadays, they can read this and not, you know, and still... Yeah. Still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they're saying Christ came to take all that stuff away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. First, he says, This is the covenant I will make with them. After that time, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. Then he adds, their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. And where these have been forgiven, sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary. Right? Yes, right. I mean, it just blows my mind. It has always blown my mind that, and I'm, again, it's just, it's funny. I never really did understand the whole idea of the sacrifices. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um. Well, it's, God it, says it. He says you don't need it. You don't need it. Well, yeah, right and that's here. that's the difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. Mm-hmm. So I talked about yesterday. The old covenant is was speak was spoken for those people at that time. The new covenant. That's why God put Jesus here for us, 
This is, we are in the new covenant. We are the Gentiles. We are everybody, not just the Jews. So this is just so beautiful. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is, his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, that's kind of what we just talked about, the community. community. There's another theme. <laughs> yes. But encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. So that's it. If pe people who continually sin... After receiving the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left. Oof, see? Then you get the raging fire, which is not good. <laughs> no. Um, anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sacrificed them, and who has insulted the spirit of grace. For we know him who said, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Yeah, that is so true. Think about that. Um, yeah, I do. I, so interesting because that, that conjures up images um, to me of of um, turning, you know, being turned over to God for his wrath, where I still, my thing is, and I, we saw it this week, and I see it as we're turning away from God, and that's where the wrath is. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so it's interesting. I think that, I think we should... I want to reread this again. I think Hebrews is rich with um, perspective and imagery. Mm -hmm. As you read it, I see all these images, and I, I love to process. So I <laughs> Oh, and you know what I got out of this is like right when I read that, it's like, yeah, back in the days of Moses, mm -hmm. other people stood in judgment of other people. Yes. Two or three witnesses would determine yes, what would happen with you. Now, since Jesus came... Mm -hmm. It's like a whole nother ball game. Mm -hmm. Don't have to worry about people judging you. Right. It is, it is God. So it's like, whoa, this is much bigger. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, yes. So that is why it's so powerful. That's why the new covenant, we needed the new covenant. That's why we needed Jesus. Well, what's it? And so, and as we've learned, so God is inside of us. So if we are, and, we, and you say this all the time, God knows my heart, and, and he really does. Here's, here's the thing. Um, if we are behaving, if I were going to behave in a manner that did not honor God, it would not matter what people judged me. It would, Boom. inside of myself, I would know 
and I would feel it. And you know, it's a I can only imagine that it's a it's not a pleasant feeling. <laughs> no, it's not. We know that every single day. We get those little pangs, that's the Holy Spirit. We know when we're doing something that's honoring God or isn't. We know it instantly. That's why he gave us the spirit. It's so beautiful. So just pay attention to that spirit. Pay attention to those things. And life becomes, he, he gives us the path to take. Mm-hmm. Just every step. Life becomes so much more peaceful when, yes. you, are, when you are paying attention to the, to the Holy Spirit. That's yeah, it. It's just right there. That's it. Okay, listen to this. Remember those earlier days after you had received the light? when you endured in a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. That's just what we talked about. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And, but my righteous one will, be, will live by faith, and I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. So powerful. I agree with you on Hebrews, too. This is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Some of it is hard to understand, but then, man, these last two, 9 and 10, have been, boom, speaking directly to me. I know for sure. Here's what John has to say. The law of process. Perseverance is essential to finish well. Every leader should aim to finish well. We need to persevere because confidence will be rewarded. Obedience will be recognized, shrinking back will be regretted, and Christ's return will be celebrated. Our journey is not a sprint, but a marathon. We must pace ourselves and endure to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> it's not a sprint. No, and when you have him alongside of you and that Holy Spirit alongside of you each and every minute of every day, it becomes easy to not think you have to sprint. It, it kind of gives you a little bit of... Um, sustenance a little bit Mm -hmm. so when you are feeling weary again kind of like this week i've been feeling pretty weary so um i do i go i go to god with that and he does he he gives me rest he sustains me so that i can get up and move forward a little bit more um so yeah that's that's true so awesome okay verse of the day and we are into October. Yay, October 1st. So for October, it says, Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. OMG. <laughs> <laughs> I Thank mean, you, literally. God. Thank you, God. I think that's, that's going to be my mantra for today. How can that even happen? I mean, it's got to be so God. He's so good because he's so good. It's got to be God. And he knows. And he knows. Yeah, he knows where his children are. He knows what they need. He really does. And he's saying, Brenda, keep doing what you're doing. Anytime we get these winks, yeah. he's saying, keep your You're on the right, the right path. path. Yep. It's listening to the Holy Spirit. He will give you the winks. Yeah. You know, if, if, I were, if I were not on the right path, Oh, he would give me a clue. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, we had another conversation the other day about 
what to say, you know, to someone who's in, you know, in a, in a hurting stage. And what did we talk about? Let the Holy Spirit dictate those words. Yeah. We don't have to worry about thinking about it and all of that yeah. stuff. We just let the Spirit work. Yeah. Yep. I mean, how cool is it to be able to tap into the Holy Spirit anytime? Yeah, I, I should never open my mouth before I do, by the way. <laughs> Worship me only. That's in bold. Mm-hmm. I am King of Kings and Lord of Lords, dwelling in unapproachable light. I am taking care of you, exclamation point. He's mad. He's like, come on now. Don't you know I am taking care of you? He's being... being... Demonstrative. Okay, maybe, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's saying, don't you. I am taking care of you. Mm -hmm. Boom. Get it. I am not only committed to caring for you, but I am also absolutely capable of doing so. Rest in me. My weary one, for this is a form of worship. Yes, it is. Though self-flagellation has gone out of style, many of my children drive themselves like racehorses. They whip themselves into action, ignoring how exhausted they are. They forget that I am sovereign and that my ways are higher than theirs. Underneath their driven service, they may secretly resent me as a harsh taskmaster. Their worship of me is lukewarm because I am no longer their first love. You know, this falls right in line with our entrepreneurship devotional. Yeah, and what we read in Romans, actually, or Hebrews. Yes, it is, it is that same message. Mm-hmm. And it is, my life has been continually transformed, and even in these last, through our fast, I mean, I, my pace and my rhythm is so much better you know, using food now as sustenance versus an event and all these, I could go on and on, all these things. I just feel like the rhythm is starting to come and the learnings that we got on the four S's, that's a whole nother podcast, but all these things are just coming together. Um, My invitation never changes. Come to me, all you are weary, and I will give you rest. Worship me by resting peacefully in my presence. Which God will bring about in his own time, God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be honor and might forever. Amen. That's from 1 Timothy. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That's from Isaiah. Ooh, Ooh, and that's important. I, you know what? It is. We read that earlier too. Yeah, but it's it's really speaking to me. And if if you are resting, if you are trusting God, I, you know, he there's just stuff that he he puts in in front of you versus. I mean, it just is so important to be um, spending time in the Bible, especially when times are hard. Because if you just read, He will give you He will give you something. And that verse really is speaking to me. There's just some things in life, my friends, we will never understand. We will yes. never. Un- <laughs> we I'm will just. Emotional. I might get emotional. We just never will understand, my friends, some of the things in this world. Um, 
and we're not meant to. And that's where we have to lean back in. We just have to rest in God. We have to rest and we and just say, I'm never going to work this out. It's not going to ever make sense to me. <laughs> yes. Um, Amen, sister. But he loves me and he loves you and he loves he loves everybody. Yes. Um, he is love. Yeah, he is love. He is love. And beyond that, there's nothing else. There's nothing else to know. We cannot fathom. Yeah. And and no matter how we're feeling, mm-hmm. even sometimes no matter how we're acting, he still loves us. And uh, yeah, I, it's really speaking to me this morning, this. Yes. So thanks for reading it. Oh, well, you're welcome. It's back to the refrain I always tell myself. You know, if I ever think that I have to figure something out, I am an idiot. (laughs) I mean, seriously, it's like I got God. He's already got it worked out. It does me no good to waste time trying to figure it out because he's already got it worked out. I just need to surrender, continue. God, what what is it? You you lead me. You send me the spirit. You just lead me. I'm good. Because you got me. Yeah. And we can acknowledge to God, that's the beautiful thing about God. We can acknowledge to him that we don't understand and that, frankly, we're mad. <laughs> He's like, duh. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it, 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 that I think is, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, if I just say, God, I do not understand this and I am mad right now. I am mad. <laughs> and I just, I know he's just, he's just right there going. I know. I know. I know you you can't understand. Right. But thank you for telling me. But here's a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. So that's what, you know, that's what it talks about is anytime we try to control anything, it's like we're forsaking him. We're saying, no, God, I can do this. You know, you don't understand what's going on with me. I And he's like, why are you forsaking me? It's so powerful. Yeah. Oh. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew. This is now the third time we have heard this. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I love it. Well, you guys, thank you so much for um, spending this Thursday with us. Whenever you're listening to this, thank you so much. We are Bob and Brenda Bolden. We are Life Transformed, the Intentional Gatherers. And we just love doing this. This is a foundation of our of our marriage. This is a foundation of, of the way we live. And we just encourage everybody, find a way to start your day this way. It doesn't have to be, you know, 30 minutes like we've just experienced experience with you today. I don't care if it's a minute or five minutes, but get with the loved ones that, that surround you and start your day this way. It is amazing what it will do. Peace. <laughs> Enjoy. Until next time, have a great rest of your week, and we will be talking to you soon. We're, remember, we've got the Big Dream podcast that starts. We just started it, recorded the second one. Um, Um, And it's on Monday, so that'll be released on Monday. So be on the lookout for the Big Dream podcast as well. Till next time, have a fantastic rest of your week.